Welcome to the Chasing Presence podcast, co-hosted by Santiago and Mike. This is a space where we share our insights for how to live a more spiritually aligned life. Join us on our journey to expand consciousness, live with purpose, and awaken to our true nature. Today, we are going to be talking about the topic of regret and how a lot of times people will look to the past and think about things that they did that they wish they had done differently, or they'll think about things that they didn't do that they wish they had done instead, or how they may have chosen a different path in life or made a different decision that could have changed or altered the course of their life and how that manifests in their current reality. And with regret comes this very heavy emotion and this, this heaviness can weigh on people and can weigh on us and make us feel like we are not living up to our potential and maybe that we're not good people or maybe that we made stupid decisions or ignorant decisions and we wish we could change the past and, and, and change our lives and we beat ourselves up for things that we did in the past. And so this, this topic of today's podcast is going to discuss why regret is um, essentially in, ma- in many senses, it can be very useless and very toxic and um, self-defeating in many ways and how to overcome this sense of regret and use it in a way that is more positive and productive and that can have healthier outcomes. Because while it is important to learn from past mistakes, it's also important to not hold on to the feeling of regret for mistakes that we've made because it can hold us back in negative thought patterns and it can cause us to um, cause us to have various health issues. It can cause us to um, not have healthy relationships with other people, and it can hold us back in many ways. So we were going to go into how to let go of regret and how to have acceptance for the things we've done in our past or the things that we haven't done, and how we can move forward proactively towards a new future by letting go of regret. Mike, uh, what are your thoughts on this topic? So regret is regret is tricky because I have traditionally felt regret for not getting my career or, you know, getting my shit together faster because, you know, now I'm 27 and sometimes I'll just have the thought, oh, imagine what my life could be like if I was, you know, 17 and I got this shit together, which, which some people do. Um are able to, you know, especially the people who become very introverted at a, at a young age and kind of like separate themselves. And then they just somehow randomly get exposed to personal development. Um, and then they just start going at a young age while their brain is still developing. And it's a lot easier for them to do that. That That's very rare. Most of us, you know, we've been, we've been taught subconscious thought patterns from our parents and from our environment that that really got burned into us and you know luckily i was usually one of the odd ones out you know i i I don't want to say that you know luckily i got bullied but you know if if i didn't and i was a social butterfly in high school uh certain subconscious thought patterns might have led me to a completely different point in life uh to where i'd never had an awakening and never started, you know, really pursuing my passion, I could just, you know, still be uh, corporate Bob at, at this point, the company man, um, which, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that there's anything wrong with that. Some people love to be corporate Bob, the company man and 
live that nine to five life. And to those people, all the power to you, to me, uh, that was something that my, that my, my parents and my environment labeled as something that is supposed to give you happiness. I mean, obviously that's completely made up. The only thing that gives you happiness is, is really, uh, being in the present moment and being alive, just in doing what makes you feel the most alive is probably what's going to be, or, you know, doing that is going to give you the byproduct of happiness at the end of the day, but we're not talking about happiness. We're talking about regret. So yeah, sometimes I feel regret when I think, oh, I could have gotten things started earlier, but there's really no point to even have that thought because here we are. This is just the way things are. And it's literally, it is literally impossible to change the past. I mean, you, you can reflect on the past and, and, you know, use the past as a way to learn from your mistakes and keep going forward. But you should only do that self-reflection on the past, you know, some specific past mistake once, and then you, and then you move forward from there, which is why, you know, and I say this all the time, you know, journaling is very helpful for kind of just like if you're if you're regretting some past mistake that you did to journal about it, you know, get it down on paper and kind of just, you know, like get it out of your head and kind of like talk yourself through it. Just like, you know, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like I have to keep thinking about this? What what purpose does it serve? Obviously, it serves no purpose. It's a subconscious thought pattern. Um, so even if you do journal about it, um, you kind of understand it better and when you understand it better, um, and you become mindful of it when it comes up in your life, it's a lot easier to separate yourself from it. Because if you, if you, if you just have this like abstract thought just floating around in your mind and you don't really know why it's there, I feel like it's, it's a lot easier for you to just attach to it. Um, if, if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, it's re regret is is pretty useless because it's, you know, thinking about something that happened in the past, which is which is unchangeable. So it, a lot a lot of getting over the fear of regret is just accepting where you're at, which which is something that doesn't come naturally. You know, it's it's something that we have to learn. It's something that we have to practice. So I I do think that regret is negative in that sense but some people can say that it actually can be positive um in the sense that if you you know fear is a good motivator i will say that um you know i i i was addicted to vaping for a while and during covid uh well right when covid surfaced in march of 2020 it literally caused me to quit vaping because you know respiratory virus um, you know, obviously vaping is not good for your lungs. It's going to compromise the integrity of your lungs and your immune system to deal with things. So immediately it caused me to quit. So fear is a great motivator in that sense. And the fear of regret can also be, you know, a big motivator in a sense, because if you, if you have this fear that you don't want to regret your life when you're 50 years old, which I honestly think is a is a de decently rational fear. I, I would say there, there's many irrational fears that get baked into us um, that aren't ours. Um, but, you know, rational fears like, you know, the, the fear of regretting your, li your life when you're older because you, you didn't follow your authentic self 
or, you know, fearing getting eaten by a lion. Those are some rational fears right there. Um, but the, the, the problem is, is when you don't question that fear of regret and you're kind of just like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to regret my life, but like, why, why don't you want to re regret your life? Do do you, do you want to make, do you want to feel like you made an impact on the world? Do you, do you want to have a legacy? Like a lot of those things are completely made up though, because at the end of the day, um, you know, the human species is probably going to go extinct or, and, or, uh, time's going to end anyway in a trillion years. So who cares? Um, so that, that fear of regretting your life is kind of just like, it's rooted in an idea that doesn't really make sense when you think about how, how absurd existence is in general, um, and death. So, but you know, we, we still are human. We still have an ego. We still live in a society where we kind of have to, uh, you know, get by. So if you, if you, if you want to at least use the fear of regret for some motivation, I have found that this has been great motivation for myself. Yeah. And just to, uh, bring some clarity to this idea of regret, regret isn't just an acknowledgement that you made mistakes. It's it carries a heaviness and a, and a, a dense emotion with it of this feeling of I made a mistake and I feel bad about it and I'm holding on to that and it's still eating away at me. And so you're carrying past experiences and decisions into your present reality when the past no longer even exists. And so I'll oftentimes say I have no regrets or I have very few regrets. And I've had people question, well, haven't you made mistakes? And I'll say, yeah, of course I've made mistakes. Of course I've done things that I now know could have been done differently to produce a more positive or desirable outcome. But that doesn't mean that I'm still holding on to that because the failures, the mistakes, the things I did wrong were stepping stones to get to where I am now. And they held really good lessons that I got to learn from by making those mistakes. And so in that regard, I don't have regrets because I learned from the things that I did quote unquote wrong or incorrectly, or that I would have, so to speak, done differently. But in reality, I wouldn't have done anything differently. Um, that being said, you know, there are still some things that I have that I do carry some um, regret for. I mean, all, any of the things that I've done in the past that have directly harmed another person. I've never done anything too terrible, but there have been things that I've said and done that have caused harm to others. And I do have a little bit of regret for that. I've mostly been able to work through that either by uh, directly apologizing or just by doing, you know, inner work um, through different practices that I do. And then I do have some regrets with some of the, um, some of the, so I'll, I'll kind of give some context. So, you know, growing up as a uh, young male in a liberal city of San Francisco, the Bay Area, I was raised to believe that as a man, you should try to have sex with as many women as possible. And it is a good thing for men to have sexual conquests and to be promiscuous. And that is something that is desirable. I was also raised on the, on the belief system that masturbation is healthy and normal. And so going into my teenage years, I started masturbating and watching porn. And then in early adulthood, I started kind of just hooking up with random women who I had no emotional connection with, because I thought that that's what you're supposed to do. And from that, I've, I, there were a variety of adverse effects that resulted from that type of behavior that I am 
now working through and, and working on healing the the trauma from those experiences. Nothing again, nothing super severe. I was never like molested or anything like that, but there were certain experiences that just didn't play out well uh, that resulted in negative energy or emotions kind of being built up. And now I have to work through that. And so there are some regrets with regards to that. I think when it comes to to sex and sexuality, that's a very kind of specific type of experience that can tend to cause harm to people in a very different way than any other kind of experience in life. And so I definitely have regrets that I didn't learn the things that I know now sooner um, in my life, but now I know them. And so, you know, a part of a part of me is starting to finally let go of that regret. This is all inner work that I've only started to actually work on fairly recently within the past year. So it's still very fresh and very new. And I know that eventually I'll be able to, to heal from it and move past it. But um, it's, it's normal to have regrets. People on spiritual paths oftentimes will still have regrets. But I think that if you can learn that, if you can frame it in a way where you understand that ultimately all of these hardships in life and all of the things that didn't go the way that you anticipated or, or that didn't give you the outcome that you desired are ultimately lessons that you can learn and grow from, it actually is a, a very empowering feeling to understand that. Because if everything went you know, well, whatever that even really means, right? If everything went like by the book according to plan and you had everything in life work out for you perfectly and you never went through any trauma and you never went through any hardship and you never uh, did anything wrong and you got all the results that you always desired right away immediately without having to put any work in, that would actually be like, you wouldn't be able to relate to other people very well because your life would just be so alien to like the normal human experience. And not only that, but you wouldn't have like the grit, the determination, the resilience, the tenacity, the character that is developed through failure and through hardship and through being dissatisfied and being disappointed. It's through all of those things that you learn and you grow and you become a harder, stronger more well-developed individual. And this is especially true for men, I would say even more so, or especially more important, I would say for men, even more than women. I know that that's debatable and and whatever, but that's just my view on it. And so regret really, the, the key is to acknowledge that yes, there were things in your life that you made mistakes from, thinking proactively about how you can move forward learn from it and do differently in the future to produce a better outcome while also being able to eventually let go of the negative emotions associated with those mistakes from the past. Yeah, I think oftentimes we experience regret when we ruminate over some event that we didn't do or that we could have done. You know, it's all it's always that regret, oh, I wish I would have talked to that person or you know, I wish I would have done this, I wish I would have done that. Um, but he, here's the thing. It's almost, it's almost like a sense of, it's almost like a sense of arrogance is like, it, it, it's a sense of unconscious arrogance in a certain way, because it, do you really think that things would have been better if that thing happened? It, it's, it's that same, it's that same story where it's like, um, oh, it, that the Chinese farmer story where the guy, he, um, he like got in a car accident, right? And then I think Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle said this story. He gets in a car accident and then people, you know, feel bad for him. He's like, and they're just like, oh, I'm so sorry you got in this accident. Um, And he's just, no, how, how did it go? I feel so bad that you got into this accident. And he said, maybe, or something like that. And then the his house had a landslide because he was in the hospital. 
uh and then you know obviously people are like oh my god like i'm we're so happy like i'm i'm so glad that you you weren't there when it happened and he's like maybe um and then he he comes back the next day and his son you know okay i'm completely butchering this the point is that you don't know <laughs> yeah i i destroyed that but you don't know what is going to happen like just because some perceived negative outcome happens just because you label it as negative doesn't mean that that's not going to lead to something completely like good but like th there's no point to even label these outcomes as good or bad because you literally just don't know so you don't know if you not asking sally out at the at the school dance would, would have necessarily led you to a better life you don't know like is <laughs> or like but here's the thing. Maybe if you would have been more authentic in your earlier days, you might have figured something out more than you your life. Yeah, maybe. But that's just not the way things are, right? This is the way things are now. And it's and there's just no point. There is zero point to think about the past. It, I, or at least think about the past in a, in a, in a consistent manner that's just going to lead to more subconscious thought patterns and lead to more negative emotions so yeah in in that sense regret is is just completely pointless but if 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 you want to use it as you know a way to motivate yourself to consistently um do better and learn from your mistakes then <laughs> yeah it's, it's just this idea that you out you should not be looking for outcomes or you should not be labeling outcomes that you experienced because any, anything could have happened and you are the awareness of here and now you, you are not something like you, you are not your past. You are what you choose to become. Um, and when we ruminate on the past, it causes depression. And when we care too much about the future, it causes anxiety. Um, so the, the goal, the, the thing I always just try to do is, not label things and then use your awareness to always come back into the present moment because, you know, even I experience regret like all the time. So, you know, you experience the emotion, you become aware, you say, okay, there it is. And then you, just, you come back into your body. And when I say come back into your body, you literally feel your body. And now I'm just saying um, a, a certain method in order to like, kind of like get over that feeling of regret when, when you feel it. by the way, the, the, the idea is to not get over it. The idea is literally to be with it. But the, the, the problem is when people say this, it's like, it's hard to internalize what that actually means. It feels like because your subjective experience is completely different because your thoughts and your feelings and your behaviors are going to determine what your reality is like. So just because I am a certain way and like, I, I do these things to, to feel better doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So a lot of this is just experimentation. But I, I can say that if you you do have the the sense that you can just feel your body, you know, you can you can feel your feet against the floor, you can feel you know, the wind against your skin, you, you can feel, literally feel the wind coming out of your nostrils against your skin. And that kind of puts you into your body. And it kind of like puts you with the th the feeling and gets you out of the labeling things. It's la labeling is what causes regret. So the second you can 
learn to realize that labeling is causing the suffering and thought is causing the suffering. There's another William, William Shakespeare, man, that, that, that man was woke. He, he literally said that, you know, thinking caused suffering back in those days. I mean, any, anyone who, you know, I feel like is extremely authentic and follows their passions eventually gets to the point where there's like, yeah, thinking is the root of suffering. Um, and I, I feel like literally all, all gurus are, you know, extremely sought after individuals throughout history have come to that same realization. So all, all you need to do is, is come back to your breath or, you know, come back into your body and, and just realize that thought is causing the suffering, but there's nothing wrong with, you know, thinking the thoughts because you were taught this for your entire life. And it's kind of hard not to. And especially when we live in this society, the thoughts are always going to be there. But the idea is just to let it be there. Like, you know, let it be. Don't don't try to get rid of it. It's like, if you try to get rid of your ego, then you're going to create another ego. If you try to get rid of your anxiety, you're going to create more anxiety. So just let it be and be comfortable in the discomfort of regret. And once you can become comfortable, comfortable with that discomfort, then you can reframe it and just be like, okay, you know, yeah, I made these mistakes, but now I'm not going to continue making those mistakes and I'm just going to keep going. A lot of what, um, this remedy ties back to is actually the very first episode of this podcast, which was on the art of acceptance and the topic of acceptance and having acceptance for your current state and for your current life and that understanding that everything that is happening to you is exactly the way it's supposed to be we talked about this topic on the very first episode the audio quality was terrible and um, i think we've made a lot of improvements since then but uh encourage people to listen to that episode because it does relate a lot to regret because the the opposite of acceptance is really uh, regret right so we definitely had a lot of good tidbits in there about advice um, to give, but I really think that having acceptance for everything in your life is super important. It's it's a Buddhist tenet and principle, and it can be practiced um, through mindfulness and awareness and meditation and and focusing on the present moment and focusing on your body and realizing what it is you do have in your life that you can be grateful for, and then also understanding that again, like those now that. In order for you to have regret, it, it requires an awareness that something that you did in the past was suboptimal to some extent from your perspective. And that alone means that you've grown as a person. It means that you're now having new realizations, new epiphanies, and that you're, you're progressing spiritually. And so instead of focusing on that thing you did or said in the past, or that thing that you didn't say or didn't do in the past, focus on the insight that you now have that you didn't have before that you can now use to live a more conscious life and that you can also use to impart wisdom on other people who are maybe in a situation that you were before and now you can help them prevent um, the same mishaps that you had when you were younger. So you can use it to help other people and you can also use it to, to live a better life from this point forward. But the past, literally, it doesn't exist anymore. It only exists in your mind. Like it's no longer a part of, of your current reality. And so holding on to that is just going to keep you stuck, stuck mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in a place that isn't even relevant to where you are in life anymore. It's only going to hold you back from achieving your full potential. And so there's really no benefit to holding on to regret. There's only a benefit in learning from the mistakes that you've made. And so that's, that's really the main takeaway. 
I think another important part of letting go of regret is also letting go of trauma. I think the two are very closely linked. I think that the emotions and the feelings associated with the regret are closely linked and tied to the trauma that is still stored from those experiences. So that is why in the spiritual communities, people talk about inner work and trauma release, because that is going to help you to let go of the negative emotions that are stored in your body and stored in your mind and stored in the very cells and fiber of your energetic and physical body and systems. And when you can let go of those negative emotions and those all, all the trauma that's stored within yourself, you start to be able to shift the way you feel and the way you think. And then you're no longer going to be tied to all of those negative emotions and thoughts uh, related to things that happened in your past. And when that happens, you can now attract and manifest a new future and a new reality. And so releasing trauma is a big part of it as well. Um, and, and then the other part, other piece of the puzzle, which, which Mike and I have started to explore more recently and, and kind of delving into is not just letting go of things from the past that are holding you back, but also focusing on things and manifesting things that are in your current reality or in the future. And so manifestation and trying to attract a new reality is something that is, is also going to be important. So you're not just letting go of the past, you're also pulling a new future towards you. And then you start to create new emotions, new thought patterns, new behaviors, a new reality. And so now the things that happened in your past, yeah, you'll remember them, but you're not going to be you're not going to be attaching your identity and your ego to those things and you'll, you'll have separation from it. And so you can still use it to impart wisdom and knowledge to other people and to make good decisions, but it's no longer holding you back emotionally. It's no longer creating a heaviness inside of your soul that is going to prevent you from living your best life. And so one of the, um, one of the, one of the tools I've been doing more frequently in terms of manifestation is manifestation journaling. So I don't really do like the standard journaling where I, where I just write down my thoughts. I just never found that to be too helpful for myself personally, but I have been writing down uh, manifestations in a journal of things that I want to attract or create in my life. And I will do 10 repetitions of the same manifestation for 10 days. So after 10 days, it'll be a hundred times that I've written it. And then I'll choose a new uh, manifestation that I'll start writing. And I found that to just be helpful for my just for my subconscious mind and for how I feel, I'd usually do it at the end of the day as a reflective exercise. Um, and I found it to be very helpful. And it doesn't mean that necessarily you're going to create exactly what it is you're writing right away, but you are putting it out into the universe and what you put out will eventually come back to you. Yeah, I haven't been doing manifestation journaling really. Um, one thing that my family therapist because I actually recently got my my entire family into therapy, would highly suggest that because my parents' relationship is doing a lot better now that uh, they started going to therapy and they started you know becoming more aware of their subconscious habits and communicating better. Um, but one thing that my therapist told me to start doing is literally to picture where you want to be in your life. And so it, it's an entire process. And I found that if you can actually really get into it, that it starts, it, it, you start. So here, here's the thing. So what, what you're supposed to do is picture wherever you want to be. For me, it's like, I'm on a beach with, with my wife, with maybe a kid or two, I don't know. And I have like my music studio in the background. I'm on an Island. So you kind of like, you set the scene and then you actually picture 
feeling all of your senses like, okay, my toes are in the sand. Uh, I feel the wind against my face. I can hear the birds and, you know, the slight, the palm trees swing in the wind and the, and the ocean waves crashing on the shore. Um, I can smell the salty sea. I, I can just like, and then I like picture with my eyes, you know, like the entire scene and you know, like how I'm feeling, you know, am I feeling, am I feeling grateful? Probably if I'm in, if I'm in that situation, what am I thinking about? Well, cause you can feel grateful and then you can think I, I am so grateful. So oftentimes what happens is once I really, if I really force myself to use all of my senses, then I will start feeling an elevated emotion and and, you know, Joe Dispenza has, has proven that if you use an elevated emotion to, um, you know, to while you're visualizing something or or while you're meditating on something, then you then it starts to re rewire your subconscious mind because you need emotions to rewire your subconscious mind. That's just how it works. And I'm, and I'm not a scientist. Please, everyone look this up for yourself. Um, but that, that's where this visualization and manifestation technique can, can really help you in, because your, your body does not know the difference between something that you're experiencing right now and something that you're imagining, because if it's feeling the emotion, it's assuming that, you know, that is what's happening. And then it's going to rewire your brain and it's going to, you know, start, you know, a lot giving you motivation for certain actions, um, as a result of you doing this more. So, so it's, it's funny because I feel like a lot of people, when they think of manifestation, they're like, Oh, it's just magic. Things just come to you. You attract things. No, it's like you start getting motivation to do things. You start thinking thoughts that are conducive to feeling elevated emotions, which is then going to make you do actions to push you in the direction that you want so when you literally say you're attracting things, first of all, your reticular activating system is now noticing things in your environment that might be more conducive to your success. And you're doing things that are more conducive to your success. Therefore, you are more likely to attract those things that are more conducive to your success. So I feel like that's kind of like glossed over in, in, in manifestation because a lot of people, they just want to say, oh, I'm just going to visualize and I'm just going to think and then everything's going to come to me. It's like, no, you have to, you have to do actions. You know, you have to actually get shit done and, and do things that, that are going to help you attract those things. You, it's not just going to come to you magically. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's one of what I wanted to say about manifestation. But the, the thing about regret and negative emotions, I wanted to say also is and I I talk about this a lot. It's that negative emotions are not a bad thing because if you can become aware, like you know, kind of be in your body when you experience these, then you then it it's a way for you to kind of tell where your subconscious mind is because if you didn't have that regret, if you don't, if you never had these negative emotions, you would not know what thought patterns you need to actually work on, you know? So if, if you're regretting a certain mistake in your life, then one way to frame it is, okay, that happened and I really don't want it to happen again. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And if it does, I, you know, I'll be aware of it and I will move forward, you know? So it's, 
the the problem becomes when you then you're just like oh this happened i feel bad oh this happened i feel bad and you're not using awareness to accompany any of that um but the other thing is the the the, the whole awareness and getting over and not getting over but being okay with the negative emotion and continually continuing to be aware and just uh, over time it'll just gradually become the the feeling will become less strong less strong less strong might take like for me like becoming more confident and being okay with being my authentic my authentic self it's been a process it's it's not and it's been progressively getting better over nine months because 26 27 years of me caring about what people think that's hardwired into my brain that that's not shit that can just go away in three months of journaling exercise and, and meditation that's just not the way things work like a lot of these people who have these profound insights and and can you know like cohesively and coherently talk for hours about this sort of stuff they've been doing this for like three or four years man like this shit this it takes a while but but once you get the ball rolling it's like and then two or three years go by you'll be just like oh wow like i reality is completely different and i actually love my life so negative emotions are a way for you to start getting that ball rolling in the direction that you want as long as you're being aware of them and you're understanding why they're there in the first place yeah all of those negative emotions <clears throat> negative emotions and the feeling of regret are really uh just impetus to grow develop expand and do the inner work in order to continue moving forward and so that you no longer experience all of those feelings as often uh, like mike said earlier pain is a, is a really strong motivator fear is a really strong motivator so use it in a in a positive way that can help you to become a better version of yourself um i think that you know when it comes to uh, regret like it's, it's something that you're going to experience in life but there are ways to work around it and there's no in this podcast we're not giving you a quick self-help fix that can cure your regret in five days you know just follow these three steps and you'll no longer have regret we're not giving you any quick fixes but what i found in my journey is that through the process of many years of self-reflection self-awareness um, being very uh, honest with myself getting feedback from others continuously uh, developing and improving my habits my routines my you know, just all the different behaviors and work that I've done to improve myself is that over time, you'll start to notice that these negative emotions become less and less frequent. And it's still, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the stock market, like there's peaks and valleys, like even throughout this journey, there are still going to be periods where maybe you feel like you're in a dip and things are rough and you're not making progress, but all of a sudden then you'll hit that next wave and you'll start making progress again. And so don't be discouraged if, you know, throughout this, this, path of spiritual awakening, you go through certain chapters or seasons where it seems like you're not progressing or that you've plateaued or that you're in a dark spot because that's normal, that's going to happen. But if you stick with it over time in the long run, you'll notice a big improvement. And then all of a sudden you'll say, hey, I don't, I don't think about the past negatively the way I used to, or certain memories or things that I used to really bother me. I don't, I, I haven't thought about in months or even years, you know, and when I used to think about it all the time, you'll just kind of notice that certain regrets and negative emotions will start kind of falling away from your field of consciousness over time if you continue to do the work. So it is a process and can take a long time because these things have been hardwired into your subconscious 
sometimes at a very early age. And so it takes time to, to unwind to that and to reprogram your mind, body, brain, and soul to no longer be attached and connected to those negative holding patterns. That's just something that takes time, but the process itself is very beautiful, especially, you know, over, over time, over years where you start to notice the progress it makes it more rewarding. Um, it's, it's this, there's a great quote that life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And I really agree with that because at the, at, in the moment it can seem like, oh, this is happening to me. I'm a victim. This is hard. Why is this happening? But if you can kind of, uh, you know, take, take the scope out, right. And kind of see it from a bird's eye view. When you look at your life over a long period of time, you can see, oh, a lot of these things that happened happened so that I could get to where I am now. And, and, and allowed me to become a more resilient and stronger human being with more wisdom and more knowledge. And, and so it ends up being worthwhile in the long run. If you continue to do um, either start or continue to do the inner work and practice the spiritual disciplines that will ultimately allow you uh, to heal from, from those wounds. And so with the regret, a lot of it is just, it's just over time, all of these different things that we talk about will eventually result in, in, in that regret dissipating more and more. Mike, do you have any last thoughts on this topic? Yeah. Um, so one, one type of regret that you're probably going to feel at least one point in your life, or maybe you won't, maybe, maybe you will, but it's like, if you have a, an argument with a family member and because like, you know, arguments are, 100% going to happen in your life. You you can't you can't get rid of discord because oftentimes, you know, arguing in a healthy way can get over differences. And if you if you try to just avoid conflict, it's just, it's going to cause more harm than good. So but let, let's say you're arguing with a family member and then the next day they pass. You're going to feel regret. It nobody who's even like the most emotionally intelligent person on the planet is not going to feel regret from a situation like that. And they're probably going to continue to feel that regret for maybe a month or two after that happens, but it it's going to pass. It's like this too shall pass. Yeah. You know, I've been in three long-term relationships and you know, it sucks for three months to, you know, it's like having being addicted to a drug and then, you know, you know, you have to go through withdrawals and then get rid of it. But it, it, it's that same type of deal. The, the problem is, is when you continually think about it without using awareness, if what, what we really need to understand is that if we use presence and awareness, which, which is more or less the same thing to just be there with our emotions while we're experiencing them and know why they're there and understand that they're fleeting, just like anything else, then eventually they are going to become less strong and, and it's not going to be something that we even, you know, like think about thinking about, you know, because like the thought will come up and then the second you start having more thoughts that just go down a rabbit hole, that's what's going to lead, lead to the negative emotion. And, and you know, when, you know, or it, another good analogy that, that I want to, that I wanted, wanted to say is imagine, and, and I, I made a TikTok video about this, but imagine that you're emotions are the ocean and you are the boat that is navigating the ocean. Sometimes the waters are going to be rough and stormy and other times the skies are going to be serene and the water levels very peaceful. 
but you know, sometimes you're going to have a massive thunderstorm and you know, the, the waves are going to be giant and they might like push your boat back, you know, like two or three miles. Um, but, but you know, it's like if, if you're trying to get from, you know, one body of, of land to the next, you just keep going. You don't really think twice about it. Right. You literally just keep going. And the, the nature of the ocean is that, that there will always be storms. You cannot avoid, uh, you cannot avoid, it's like saying like, oh, I don't want the earth to have any more storms. It's like, that's just not the reality of it. You're going to go through emotional storms. But the point is that you, you, you keep directing your boat in the direction you want to go, maybe build up the boat to where, you know, you, you know that you're going to have, like, have to deal with these storms build a stronger boat so that you can withstand them but don't ever think that you don't like that you don't deserve to go through these storms because you are a human being and you will have to deal with emotional turmoil and if you become a person that becomes comfortable in discomfort then you can literally deal with anything in the present moment so and and it takes a while for you to trust yourself that much and, and, you know, I, I've been living a very ascetic lifestyle recently and, you know, I, I've been, I've been trying to dial back on it because, you know, some too much discipline can get attached to an ego because there's times when, you know, I, I miss, you know, one of my habits, I actually start feeling anxiety and that's literally just my ego trying to attach to a sense of identity that, oh, if you don't do these disciplines, then you're going to like, you know, not be happy, but that's just a concept you know, it's something that is completely made up at the end of the day. Th th those habits do like uh, they build confidence in, in, you know, in yourself and your ability to trust yourself to deal with the present moment. But it's not it's not the end all be all if, if you miss those certain things. But that will help you build up your boat to withstand the storms of emotion. But as long as we're as long as we're when we're doing these habits and routines that we're doing it, you know, with awareness and we're constantly questioning our beliefs, you know, because just because you have beliefs that you think are healthy, like doesn't mean that they necessarily are. Uh, I mean, yeah, meditating every day is good, but why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you're trying to get rid of a negative emotions or are you doing it because you're just, you want to be as aware as possible so that you can go through anything and, and, and deal with discomfort, which is probably the healthier way to do meditation. But if you get to the point where you're doing meditation and if you miss a day of meditation, you get anxiety and you can't function throughout the day. That's, that's not a very healthy, uh, way to, or reason for meditating. So questioning our beliefs and why we do things is, is incredibly important and questioning why you have regret in the first place is incredibly important and then you know with anything else reframing it in in a positive way and in, in a way that allows you to grow and learn and and you know pushing yourself in the direction towards that towards that uh body of land that you are trying to get to um and then you know uh going going in the next direction when you're ready um but all, all it is is you know being compassionate to towards yourself because at the end of the day you are a human being, you're going to make mistakes, you, you know, no, no one is perfect. And just be aware as you possibly can. And, and when when the emotions come, understand why you have why you're having them. And 
just keep going. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Chasing Presence podcast. If you enjoyed it, please spread the word by telling your family and friends and by sharing it on social media. You can also show us your support by leaving a review. Also, if you'd like to get in touch with us, our contact information is in the show notes. Please send us a message as we'd love to hear from you and get your feedback. As always, thanks again for listening. Stay present and have a great day.